A very warm welcome to this World Game Changers podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards creating a better life and world. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational insights and motivational messages out into the world so others may benefit. Hello listeners and welcome back to this World Game Changes podcast episode. I was, I was hesitating for my words there. You'd think with nearly 600 episodes... I'd actually know what the intro is all about, but just for a moment, just for a moment, I forgot myself there. But anyway, enough of that rambling. Um, so here we are. Here we are. What's missing from you having a better life? And to explore that great question. And by the way, we're spelling better. B-E-T-T-R. Bit curious. Bit curious, listeners. Hmm. Well, Let's go on a voyage of exploration. And to help us, we've got a lady that uh, is no stranger to World Game Changers podcast. In fact, she's no stranger to World Game Changers because she's a, uh, an executive director, Kristen Johnson, from sunny California in the United States of America. Kristen, as I, as I say, welcome, Mom. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Mark. Just so happy to be here on this beautiful day in Southern California, and I assume in Arizona and in in England. And so what Kristen's done there is given an intro into our guest. First time for Mark Spanky Reed. Mark, very warm welcome to you from sunny Arizona, as Kristen's alluded to. Yes, thank you very much. Honored to be here. And it is uh, a, a very warm welcome. I think uh, we're probably 116 or 117 today, unless we get some clouds. And maybe we'll cool down to 115 or so. So, uh, but yeah, honored to be here with you both. Thank you. Excellent. So on that uh, hot note, listeners, readers, let's dive in. What's missing from you having a better life? Kristen, I want to ask you, if you will, to to start proceedings on this. Any thoughts, any questions for Mark? Well, I'm fascinated by by the better, and we'll ask uh, Mark to explain that in a in a minute. But um, I do know that uh, he's associated with all kinds of uh, fascinating enterprises, including one called Let's Let's Chat, which is Let's with a Z, and Interestingly enough, um, because this is worldwide in the global audience, Let's Chat, according to their to the app that translates, the World Game Changers is Changer de Jeu Mondiaux. And it's been a little while since I practiced my French, so I hope I did that okay. But yeah, it's it's uh, quite the snappy little uh, translation service, and that's um, only one of the things that make up a better life, being able to communicate. So why don't you tell us uh, all about this intriguing, uh, what's missing from a better life and uh, and about better networks, Mark? Yeah, it's actually unbelievable. You know, um, the CEO, Jeff Levitan, you know, he's uh, created his wealth in the financial services industry. And he has probably about 
25,000 to 30,000 agents um, in the United States um, within his agency. And he's obviously done very well and, and helped out a lot of people. And, um, you know, he started talking here a few years back about, you know, what would it look like to have a platform that was free that didn't require any sort of license to become a part of it? Um, you know, what would that look like? What sort of impact could that have on the communities, on the state, on the country, and potentially the globe? So uh, last year, he's a very calculated individual with his his background and and everything. And um, so they just started putting some to paper and uh, we did a beta test um, with this better platform. Um, it's essentially an umbrella. Uh, better is and it has partnerships underneath it. Um, and one of those partnerships um, is related to the ERC program, uh, employee retention credit program. And just within our first 90 days, um, we were right at about 250 million in recoveries for a handful of small businesses here in the United States with a very, very small team. So, um, you know, needless to say, there's there's such a, a need for people for income to have options for income. And, uh, you know, the goal, obviously, is to have a huge impact on the globe. And uh, they have plans, I believe, within the next 12 months um, to take this global. I'm sure they'll start adding, you know, countries here and there. Um, but, you know, that question, what can we do? What is it like to have uh, a better life? And, um, you know, Jeff, with what he's done, you know, he has 26 orphanages all across the globe. He has a love for kids. Um, he has prosperity centers in those areas for those kids. And uh, he truly does want to have an impact on the globe. And this company in a short, short time, like I said, with you know less than 5,000 people on the platform, we've produced some pretty massive numbers uh, with these partnerships. And uh, it's been awesome. And it's, it'll be awesome to see as, as we move forward, you know, um, how we can contribute uh, more to our community. So that's kind of a, a little bit of a, a broad overview. Hopefully that somewhat answers your question. Mm. Thank I you. It does indeed. I suppose at this early juncture, the big question is, I mean, this is all fascinating, but we're led to believe that everything starts with that question, why? Why is it so important? And, and some might say, well, it's it's really obvious, you know, to make a, a positive impact in the planet, there's a need for it, you know, and you don't have to be an environmental expert or, you know, a poverty uh, expert to understand some of the major, major challenges we have throughout the globe. But I kind of, you know, where did this all come from? What What is the big why of Jeff, for example, Mark? Are you aware of that? What is your big why of why you wanted to get involved? Because I think really as humans, we, you know, it's a fundamental question. Sometimes we get carried away on a on a slipstream uh, until we stop and sort of take a breath and say, well, hang on, why am I really doing this? Yeah, great question. And, and I won't speak for Jeff. Maybe there will be an opportunity where we can come on and, and um, you know, share a little bit more depth in regards to his heart. But I can uh, I, and I do relate to him on some of the things that he said in the past. Um, and I'll just put it this way. Let's put it in a, in a question form. Do, do you feel that the multi-cazillionaires, these billionaires, these large corporations have done an over-the-top job 
uh, of taking care of the little people, some of those little people that can't take care of themselves? How, how would you answer that question right now? Mm. Ooh. Right? Good one. So, right. So my heart, I relate with Jeff big time in this area because I feel like, and I do believe it's biblical that God has said for those that are blessed there to take care of those less fortunate. And I think these multi-billionaires and these billion-dollar companies haven't done the best job of, of taking care of those people. And that is that is one of the, the biggest things that, that I've taken from Jeff and where he wants to go. And and he he made a statement, guys, I don't need another million dollars. I don't need another 10 million per year, right? But what can we do with a large company and group of people um, making significant income? And what sort of impact can we have on helping and taking care of those people that are less fortunate? You know, we are pretty fortunate, some of us being in the United States and some of the things that come along with that. And, um, you know, we do have an opportunity. I, I, I believe a responsibility to be able to share um, those blessings with others. So um, it, it's a big deal to me and especially kids, you know, kids, they don't, they don't pick their environments that, that they're in and, and um, they don't have choices a lot of times. Um, what can we do to help them? And, you know, you dig a little deeper with, with the areas in, in these uh, countries. It's it's an unbelievable thing. And I'm just uh, blessed to be kind of following in his footsteps and have, you know, a similar passion to take care of, you know, these kids in these communities. Any thoughts, Kristen? Well, I couldn't help but uh, be drawn to something that I see I see with uh, Mark it's a little it's one word but it's one of the our world game changer values one of our five L's legacy and I'm guessing that maybe the legacy is one reason for the why or if that makes sense I mean that's a very that's uh sounds a little um strange but but you get what i mean it's the, the legacy is the reason for the why the legacy maybe is the why is is it uh is that uh something that that speaks to you mark and you paul well i'll, I'll go first if, yeah if i please, may yeah please mark yeah <laughs> and paul here we go again with the the coincidences that aren't coincidences right <laughs> i mean uh Jeff's financial services company and his team, they are the legacy team. And it is just that. What kind of legacy are you going to leave behind for your family? You know, um, you know, one of the biggest things within our financial services company is, is educating people, um, you know, and what sort of legacy can families leave for, for their kids? And so um, it's funny that you bring that L word up. It is, it is a big deal and it is absolutely part of his dna for sure mm. you know there's a lot of um in the modern day in the modern day spiritual realm there's a lot of emphasis on isn't there around living in the now living in the moment the power of now which is absolutely monumental but theoretically at least does that not kick against the the legacy of you know, planning for tomorrow, you know, leaving something behind, planning for the day after, planning for the day after. Or is it a case of let's just focus on literally the here and now and that what then whatever unfolds will unfold. 
and that will the legacy will take care of itself. I tend to think that the legacy just won't take care of itself. There needs to be some kind of intentionality, some vision, certainly action and commitment. So there's a whole kind of myriad, I feel, of philosophies here and, yeah, of, you know, what actually goes towards creating a legacy. Yep, absolutely. Um, you know, what sort of impact, what sort of legacy would you guys like to leave? You know, whether that be a financial legacy, I mean, world game changers as a whole, you know, I know that from talks with, with you and with Martin that you guys want to have an impact, right? You want to have an impact, especially with children, with kids and give them that opportunity, let them know that they can also be world game changers, you know, bring them up in an environment and a mindset that they can go after their goals, their dreams and, and leave that legacy. So, um, you know, I love that. And it is interesting how all these things, you know, Jeff and the way he thinks and how he's built better and world game changers as a whole, I really see, you know, this being an amazing, amazing uh, partnership of contributions and, and how we can kind of go after that legacy of, of you know, helping the globe. Mm. I've got to, well, Kristen, do you want to speak to that first, ladies first and all that? Do you want to speak to that? Because I've got a very... Uh musical response to mark's question uh yes absolutely absolutely i i would love i would love to speak to that anyway my uh legacy to my legacy with with the world game changers and uh, the legacy of world game changers in general and why i joined is really uh, because it offers hope because when we were founded back uh, into in 2020 when the entire world shut down and a bunch of us um, led by one Mr. Lowe and some other other committed people including Martin whom you just mentioned and Amy Mosco and others they we all got together and decided hey boy when everything's shut down let's let's form something that really speaks to people and really offers hope in this really uncertain time. So, and it just grew from there. It grew from one little seed of one little RY got planted. And it was, it wasn't specifically about COVID, but it, but I think it was, it was, it tapped into what we were all feeling at the time, which was the need to do something positive when the world was changing so dramatically. So, and we still feel that way three years, three years later, and uh, it's, it's self-sustaining. So our why was, our legacy is to try to impact children, plant trees. That's another thing that we do. Uh, be active with, uh, in terms of supporting education, supporting sports, uh, children, older people, elsewhere worldwide that's uh that's our legacy hopefully that we plant these seeds within people and uh with organizations we not just individuals because uh there's martin's always quoting margaret mead that says saying never doubt that a group of committed people can change the world a small group of committed people. In fact, it's the only thing that ever has. So we're trying to reach organizations 
and and people in order to in 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 order to have greater impact and for me personally my legacy would always be all about education and the power of storytelling because i am a writer and also just the individual acts and that that i can do to help people and including through some of the organizations professional and civic that i've been privileged to be a part of over the years uh and uh over you paul Mm, what a segue what a beautiful segue for a song what a beautiful segue for a song um so the legacy the legacy for me is that everyone on this planet experiences experiments no experiences peace and by we as individuals having that inner peace one becomes two two becomes four four becomes eight and collectively it then leads us to a place where the world knows peace and and harmony and Kristen, you've heard this many, many, many times before um, conversation I had, which will be four years this New Year's Day coming with Lars Heiselberg van Jensen, um, who plants trees, uh, millions of them and millions and millions of them, to be precise. Very close friend of, of mine. And Lars and I had a conversation on New Year's Day three and a half years ago. And his question to me was, Paul, do you ever think we'll see peace in our lifetime? Now, bearing in mind that Lars and I are both in excess of 21 years of age, it was quite an interesting question. And um, and just, just to give you the cue on that, listeners, we're both 22. So um, recycled teenagers, to be more precise. Um, and I said, yeah, yeah, we will, Lars. And it was one of those moments where I then kind of, reflected almost instantaneously and thought what have I just said where did that come from but that kind of inner knowing that belief that faith that yes we would see in a peace and that leads me kind of really into into a couple of um couple of things you know in terms of the how well how are we going to do that one of the things for me is about vibration about energy and what better way than music and song because I question myself around why do I keep bursting out into songs you know sometimes in some quite serious conversations poignant conversations and I'll find myself just bursting out into song which most people might think well it's a bit out of context or even inappropriate but I've kind of made sense of why well I think I have maybe I'm just appeasing myself um, (laughs) covering my own embarrassment but I don't think that is the case and I just want to take us back, Kristen, you've heard me uh, burst out into to song many times and just remind us, listeners, of the new seekers. I mean, what a what a phrase that is, the new seekers, when they sang, um, I'd like to teach the world to sing in perfect harmony. So that was the first one, but a bad rendition there. But the other one, the most important one, that in, in my humble opinion, the highest form of energy. Love, love changes everything. How you live and how you die. 
from Phantom of the Opera. So just a couple of attempted humorous um, aspects there, Mark, Kristen, around legacy. But ultimately, for me personally, it's around that faith, that connection with source, with God, with spirit. Call it what you will, with the universe that gives us that inner peace. And it's that consistency that every man, woman, child, indeed, every being on this planet, all eight billion humans, fauna, flora, will experience that inner peace. And I solemnly, solemnly believe that in my lifetime, you know, and as a 21 year old, OK, one would like to think I've got about 60 years left. I will I will witness that. Any thoughts, guys, on that uh, mixed bag? Well, number one, I didn't know we were signing up for any sort of singing. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad I had, my voice is hoarse. It would might sound a hair better than a cricket if I were to sing. So, uh, but I won't. I won't attempt for us or anyone. I mean, certainly finances comes into play for a lot of people. You know, they're not in the best position financially. Um, maybe they weren't educated. Maybe they just didn't have that opportunity. But ultimately, if everyone was 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 all the money in the world was distributed equally would could could everybody be at peace would, would that solve a lot of problems um but I, I i think it's deeper than that um and for someone to get to that point just just kind of be okay with who they are who their source god created them to be and um you know i'll kind of get back to a little bit of what i was describing earlier a couple as you were talking a couple um Verses came up uh, that I read quite often, and it's Acts 2.42 and 1 John 3.16. If you read through there a little bit, not there in the beginning, but read through it, it just describes a community that comes together in love. And when they see someone in need, they give up what they have to help that person. And um, I, I think that that is true peace, you know, inner peace and and uh, would be an awesome, awesome experience. So, Kristen, I'll let you uh, take it from here. Well, I was listening to a, a radio the other day, and I, somebody said that music, just to your point, Paul, has a power. It's the purest art form that has really has a power to tap into, because it's not just about the vibrations, although that is a big, huge part of it. It's it's also about the power of what it does to the to the brain, because it I've heard it said that music engages all the parts of the brain, the whole brain. And also it also touches the heart. So music is definitely a big thing. It's a big thing. World Game Changers. It's a big thing. It's universal. It's a, a big thing in my life. And. I think that music is one of those things and those higher art forms that can really break through. Unfortunately, it's sometimes some of the things that we that we lose because we're struggling to survive. But actually, let me challenge that because people who are still I, I read somewhere that people who are still struggling to pay the bills and scrambling will still um by television sets because we need stories. We need stories. We need songs, which are a form of story. We need powerful mess. Not what you think. It's actually 
um, the storyteller. Uh, they also call it the shaman in, in many cultures, but who, but shamans were storytellers. So storytelling, and again, music is a big part of that. Storytelling is so important. And I think telling stories, and you have several stories on, on your uh, A Better Life website, and you have stories in the Bible. Stories are very transformational. So any thoughts on that? Mm. Once upon a time in a far off land, there was an American within a vision. His name <laughs> was Steve Jobs. And Steve Jobs said, those that are crazy enough to think they'll change the world are those that will. And I think, and I say this in the most loving, respectful way, I'm joined today, listeners, by two crazy people, because in my humble opinion, they will contribute towards changing the world. That's the story I like to tell. That's the story I like to tell because I believe it. I truly believe it. Does that make me crazy? I don't know. You be the judge. Yeah, it makes you crazy. It makes us all crazy, right? For sure. No, I love that. Um, <laughs> there was a little bit of a delay in our in our video, but um, yeah, I have some pretty amazing stories of what has taken place uh, in our initial year launch of Better, and most people are. And I'll just tell a quick story. Uh, we there was three of us that were invited out to Jeff's place um, to kind of go over the direction of Better um, and kind of fine tune some things and and just have a good time and and plus figures and annually and um he asked um you know of of you 30 that are in here and this mind you was in the first five and a half months of of this this company of this better this uh this better run this better movement right he asked of, of you that are in here who of you are going to make seven figures or more in this first year and there were eight people that stood up and so on one aspect on the, all these portraits of these amazing families, um, it took 30 years inside the financial services industry to create that, to build that. And then within the first six months of what he's created with Better, there there are eight, eight millionaires that he's created in, in such a small time and with you know a small amount of, of partnerships. So um, it's pretty, pretty cool to know that, you know, friends that I've had that have done, you know, okay for themselves uh, in financial services and in the last couple of years, uh, but fairly new to that space, that in a, a matter of switching the better life switch on, they've drastically impacted their family and have become, you know, millionaires. And through that, and this is, this goes a little deeper they've contributed millions and millions of dollars back to their communities, back to the small businesses in their communities through one of our partnerships. So an amazing, amazing thing. And, and uh, yeah, I would just encourage your listeners to, to tune in again as we get into some more of the, the details of our partnerships and some of those stories. So um yeah, really cool. I do agree with you. I'm I I love stories. I love listening to Paul and his stories and and um you know, I I think Jesus set a good example for us of building relationships and and he did it through asking questions and he did it through stories and so um I love that. 
I was with, uh, oh, this is going back some time ago now, but I was with a, a good friend of mine, an Irishman, and he was, uh, we was on about star storytelling. Of course, the Irish are, are well known for their ability to uh, be creative with the truth when it comes to storytelling. Let's just leave it at that. So it was in a gathering and he was telling, you know, all the boys were there and all the wives were there and, uh, and this this particular individual was telling this story and he was adding one or two bits on. And his wife said, Frank, I don't remember that happening. And that didn't happen. And Frank's br brother actually challenged his wife and said, never mind. Never let the truth get in the way of a good story. You carry on, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Storytelling, Kristen, as well, we start to, to draw towards a close. Any thoughts? I love what you just said about the storytelling, because isn't it true that everybody has their own different take on things? Everybody has their own version of a better life, whatever that may be. Everybody has their own story about when their lives were absolutely at their peak. But the thing is about that is that we keep reinventing ourselves. It's not the same story over and over again. Maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe for some people it is just dressed up with different characters and different uh, different scenery. But most of us have stories of powerful transformation. And I think that's what the better life is all about. And that's one of the ingredients. Maybe that's what's uh, missing from the better life is being able to transform and reinvent ourselves and being able to tell a new story and being able to see new possibilities. Because clearly the eight, uh, Mark, the eight people that were, uh, had achieved so much success, they were able to be the actors and the heroes of their own stories, wouldn't you say? No, absolutely. 100%. Yep. And, you know, I think the income just comes along with what better has to offer. You know, it is uh, better relationships. It is better health, um, you know, better, better wellness, obviously better, you know, travel and, and experiences. And um, yeah, the income side is just, it just comes along with it. But we go back to that peace, that that sense of being that Paul was talking about earlier, when you're the hero of your community, because you've been able to um, impact that community in a way to maybe sometimes help a business that was getting ready to close their doors. Um, man, what what a feeling that is! There isn't a a, a a dollar amount that could uh, you know replace that feeling, right? So um, 100%, it is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And I don't want to take away from, there are a lot of people that are having a, an impact, maybe not as much as those eight, but it's a significant impact. And, you know, they, they too are changing lives, their family legacy, those communities. Um, and it is in a significant way, just not, not at that, that level of those eight. Um, but ultimately, yes, I mean, that's that's bringing them peace, their family, their, their community and everything. So it's a it's an awesome, awesome thing. Mm. So as we start to to draw towards a close, Mark, um, I'll um, as, as a new guest, 
we don't want to um, embarrass you. But we don't want to embarrass you, even if you're, a, you know, somebody that's been on every episode. We, we certainly, we're not in the business of doing that. But um, if I can put this, if I can play a little bit of devil's advocate, put this in a very playful way, in a very storytelling way and say, you know, as a new guest, we've been quite gentle. The royal we, Kristen, you and I. So you're my partner in crime. And we've been quite gentle in the context of encouraging you to burst out into song. This one's for free, but maybe, just maybe, in subsequent podcast episodes, and we'll be diving down into the what, you know, what is it or what's missing from having a better life. We'll really be diving down into that on the next episode. But, um, you know, fair warning, Mark, fair warning. There may be an expectation of vocal voices and tones coming from Mark from your direction. Just a thought. Just a thought. Yeah, well, you're going to get a three-year-old song for sure because they're all ingrained in my head from the three-year-old every single day. So, I mean, we might be, you know, might be Itsy Bitsy Spider or the wheels on the bus, but we'll pull something out. <laughs> Okay, so any final thoughts, Mark, Kristen, as we as we wind down and uh, we close this out, this um, intriguing, intriguing storytelling episode, because I've got something which I think is a real humdinger. Uh, maybe that's my storytelling ego coming out. Who am I to say that it's a humdinger? But uh, you guys first, any thoughts um, around anything, ladies, really? Ladies first, Kristen. How did I know you were going to say that? Because you're such a gentleman. Uh, and by the way, that three-year-old bringing that the kid and all of us, the kid and all of us, as I as uh, this podcast is recorded, the Barbie movie is number one in the world right now. So I feel like the, there's a little bit of that uh, kid spirit going going worldwide. So bring on Itsy Bitsy Spider. Bring on wheels on the bus because we're all about the kids here. Uh, I think that tapping into that childlike spirit is something important. I, I believe it was, I'm not sure if it was Dr. Seuss or Albert Einstein, but one of those great men who said, there's no point in being grown up if you can't be childish sometimes. And definitely Einstein that said, imagination is more important than knowledge. So that imagination is really what drives the better life. And it was that imagination that led to all the things that we've been talking about with World Game Changers and certainly the imagination that Jeff had and the, certainly the imagination that you that you have, Mark, and your family. So I think that uh, imagination is one of the most powerful tools that we have on, on, the, on this planet. It it has led to so much, um, including that immortal Steve Jobs quote and the and the Apple computer. But it also is all about the wherewithal and the drive to put that imagination and that vision into action. I think that imagination coupled with that action is what may make a better life. And remembering why we do things, whether it's for the children to leave a legacy for for a song, that's not a bad thing, 
for our community, for for our friends, for uh, world peace. Being able to identify our why is just um, a really powerful thing, in my view. Yep, absolutely. Did Did you have something else? Nope. Okay. I uh, know. I I agree, and and I think for whatever reason, at some point in life, um, for some of us, or or all of us, at, at some point we we do lose that kind of that vision that hope um that imagination uh, of going for it all now i love that about a better life and jeff and i love that about paul and world game changers is you know you can be that one you can be that one for you you can be that one for your family you could be that one for your community and jeff absolutely is the one he wants to leave this earth um, having an impact on as many people as possible. He wants to get the 8 billion, however, that are on the planet down. He wants to have an impact on them. And just to get people to stay in that kind of uh, childlike mind of, of having that hope, you can have an impact. You can make a difference. And better set up that you don't have to have a degree you don't have to speak a certain language um you know anyone and everyone from all walks of life can be a part of it be a part of the movement and what sort of impact can you have um you know how big do you want to dream and uh, so i love that absolutely yep you can go after it and it is important to have that imagination and uh, be childlike in that aspect and, and and go after it. And uh, Paul, thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on here. It's always an honor to enjoy you. Chris, I enjoy you. And I'm looking forward to, to many more of these and, and how we can share some stories as, as to how people have kind of set some things aside and gone after their dreams for themselves and their families. And uh, it's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be eye-opening for a lot of people. And, and I'm excited to get this in multiple languages, too, and, and really get it out to the world. Superb. So just finishing off now, then, listeners around, uh, really picking up what Mark's just said there about the childlikeness, the, the childlike curiosity, the vulnerability that goes with being a child. And I'd like to kind of finish on that note, on that energy and the, the operative word there being note. Um, and maybe, just maybe, Mark, this is um, you know, this is a message to be sent in the in the direction of Jeff, because obviously done great things, you know, with uh, as you say, creating multimillionaires, et cetera, et cetera. But I just wonder, what about what about if we created a story, if we co-created a story where we all got on a microphone hundreds of us thousands of us around the world and i'm kind of bringing in that new seekers i'd like to teach the world to sing approach again and i kind of want to sign off with these immortal words from usa for africa 94 because it seems very appropriate what we've just spoke about there comes a time when we heed a certain call and the world must come together as one. There are people dying 
Oh, it's time to lend a hand. You know, and love is all that we need. We can't go on pretending day by day that someone somewhere will make a change. And this is where I sign off by saying Shabbat Shabbat. <laughs> so that's it, listeners. That's it. Remember, the world's changing. How will you respond? Thanks very much for listening to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world's changing. How will you respond? Respond.